Hi folks, thank you again for coming to Back to Basics for Season 3. We are going to be inviting today Lisa Seke. And we're going to find out what she's all about. Now, Lisa talks about one vision. One vision of retirement. One vision of investment for yourself. Now, my thing is, is it one vision or multiple? That's what you got to go and find out today on Back to Basics. So let's go and talk to Lisa to get to know her better. I'll see you there. You're supposed to see the mess. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow, it's really messy over there. It's usually well, pretty organized. but Well, mine's pretty dirty at the back. Yeah, yours, yours has nothing behind you. <laughs> so, yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I used to have shelves and all that fun stuff, but then it was just too, too much going on for me. Oh, yeah. And then you have to dust it and everything. Yeah. Hey, folks. Thank you again for coming on to Back to Basics. My name is Girish, the host for Back to Basics. We're almost over with the season. Season three, we are almost over. Today, we're going to speak with Lisa. We're going to find out what she's all about for sure. But the thing is that we don't think about retirement. We don't think about investments. We don't think about anything when we're young. But today we're going to go and talk about that. How important it is it? Because, you know, honestly, we're not dying anytime soon. So when we're alive, we need to have whatever is called investment or money or savings. So instead of stop talking to me, why don't we speak with Lisa to get to know her better. Lisa, how are you? Thank you for coming for Back to Basics. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank, thank you again, Lisa, for, for being here. You know, I'm definitely very honored uh, that you're here and you and I connected and we had a great time and I'm pretty sure we're going to have a greatest time today. Uh, but before we talk about what I just introduced just now briefly, uh, what does Back to Basic mean to you? So I love, I love the title of this, by the way, because I think back to basics is really key for not just what I do, which is retirement and can be really um, kind of a complicated world. But I actually have gone through this journey recently where I try to go back to basics, where I try to go back to eating healthy, being, you know, being more mindful of what I'm doing. And I kind kind of consider those basics, which is, you know, we let the outside world kind of take over. And there's so much noise going on that if we can filter that and take it back to the core of what we truly want and what we truly actually want and desire in our life, to me, that's what Back to Basics is. Yeah, yeah. Lisa, thank you again for, for coming here. Uh, definitely, we're going to have a great time today. And thank you for answering the, the Back to Basic question, because it seems like we tend to forget what the basics are in this world. Yeah. Uh, we're not even talking about retirement we're not even talking about health we're not even talking about anything we're just talking about you to be basic and that's just what it is uh so thank exactly. you again for that you know let me ask you this i mean retirement is a very scary topic to talk about i mean when it comes to business when it comes to uh technology when it comes to marketing because the reason why i'm saying that is because the way we advertise in the media when it comes to marketing and retirement, they make it very scary. When it comes to technology, I don't think retirement really cares about technology. 
but they do care about business, right? So business and marketing and retirement goes hand in hand. So what are your thoughts on these three aspects of it? Yeah. So I would say I totally, I absolutely agree with you. I talk a lot to clients about media and how you have to take in media with a grain of salt because it is still entertainment. And so when it comes to retirement um, or what retirement means for you, to me, retirement can mean lots of different things depending on who you're talking to, what their definition of retirement is. Um, I always say the definition of retirement is really when you want to have the choice to hang it up or not, when you want to be able to make choices in your life and not be restricted by money, that you're able to have a completely financially independent life. That's really what retirement is for most of my clients because a lot of them don't necessarily want to hang it up and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, with technology, technology has been interesting in the retirement space. You probably aren't even aware of all the technology that has come in because when I started, I've been in the industry for 12 years. And when I started, we were still doing paper applications and we were doing, I mean, it's just everything had to be paper, everything. And the uh, pandemic actually changed it so that they've they've now taken what was, I would say, kind of a dinosaur in, in uh, technology, which was the financial industry, and have completely changed it so that everything's online, everything's an e-signature, an e-application, an e-trading you know trading is so much easier to do. They've just really bulked up their technology. So I think it's kind of funny how those two worlds have collided and technology has made a big impact in the, um, in the retirement world because of investing. You know, we have investing, investing platforms that are all based off of technology. There's robo advisors or other things. So it's made, um, I think technology has actually made retirement a lot more accessible to a lot more people, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. so it's been an interesting, interesting, um, colliding of the worlds to make a brand new world that I think is really cool. Of course. You know, the, the more and more I think of it, I think you're right in a way that technology does play a role in any aspect, but especially mm-hmm. retirement, right? Because now they're yeah. just collecting data. Now they're just collecting yes. that, you know, how well you're going to do in your health and how well are your finance going to be? I mean, technology, it, I think helps in every aspects of it. So it uh, thank you. Thank you again uh, for correcting me on that. You oh, know, no, not just different perspectives. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You know, Lisa, thank you again for that. So, you know, when people, they say that um, they want to go and buy a sports car and mm-hmm. the first, you know, answer that anyone says is that I don't think I can afford now, but I think when I retire, I will. You think that's a saying or do you think that's actually true? That's a really good question, actually. Um, I think for most people, it's it's a little bit of an avoidance. And I'll, I'll kind of explain what I mean by that. So I think most people could afford the sports car earlier than retirement, really. It's just about putting a plan together. You know, how do you keep on track with what you're doing and add this extra thing to it? And so I do what I call bucket list planning. So we do this a lot where we've got this thing that we're trying to accomplish um, that is outside the scope of your traditional savings, retirement, all that stuff. Um, And so it's really about putting a plan together, but then it's just another 
plan, another thing you have to do, right? So it's easier to say, well, I'll just do it in retirement. I'll have the money then to do that. Hmm. Um, and there's kind of some dangers with that because if you don't put your money in the right buckets, you could be paying a lot of tax for that money to buy your sports car. Um, you could be taking payments on the sports car, which could change your cash flow. And now you don't have income necessarily coming in. Hmm. Um, so there's lots of different factors that go in. So I always say um, that buy that sports car now, put together a plan now. And maybe you decide you don't like the sports car so much. I know that's funny, but but maybe you, instead of a Porsche, you decide you want a Corvette and you've already gotten the Porsche out of your system. Yeah. So it kind of gives you actually more um, ability to kind of get to know yourself so that when you do get in retirement, then you can actually live the life you really want rather than still testing the waters of what you actually want. Yeah, Lisa, thank you again for that. And, and sports car is just a... Uh, a saying. I mean, I, I, I yeah. could be even talking about investments. I would be talking about, mm -hmm. you know, getting a, a new home or do I need yeah. a new home or do I need a bike? I mean, for that matter, yeah. I mean, the, those are tough things, but I think the main answer I think I'm looking for is I think, how do you prioritize uh, mm -hmm. your retirement and today's time? What are your thoughts? Yeah. On that part? Because I think people, they don't prioritize, that I need to put 40 grand on the side or even 50 mm -hmm. cents on the side because everything is getting used up. Yeah. Yeah. That is a big, that is a big, especially with inflation now and other, other things that are happening. It's definitely more expensive to live right now. Um, I would say, actually, I think your sports car analogy was good because sometimes we focus too much on like retirements, 20, 30, 40 years away, maybe, you know, you, you mentioned young people, you know, for them, it's 40, 50 years away, maybe. Hmm. Um, and so it's really hard to save for something 50 years from now. It's really easy to say, you know, I don't really need to worry about that. I'll, I'll make it up. I'll make more income in the future. And therefore then I'll put money away. I hear that all the time. I'll just make more income. And yeah, you can, you can definitely make more income. I certainly hope you make more income in the future. But um, if you actually have other things that you're saving for that are a little bit more short-term goals. Um, so let's take a trip, right? I have a client that um, really wanted to go to Vienna to see her family. And we actually built that alongside of her regular savings. And she found that more motivating. She ended up changing a lot of lifestyle habits that she thought were non-negotiables and she changed them. I didn't tell her to change them because this trip was really important to her and it actually helped motivate her to save more in the long time, uh, long term. So I think, you know, partnering with long-term savings and short-term savings is the key because you actually have something that you're trying to get to much quicker instead of thinking about the long game. Long game is really important, obviously. Any successful business owner will tell you we always think long, long term, long game. What's our plan? You know, where are we going for for the big thing? But if you don't necessarily have some short things that you're accomplishing, that long game can start to feel really far away. Hmm. And so you really want to balance that out. So. Yeah. Th thank you again. And, and, and you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, our parents and grandparents, they used to tell us that earlier the better when you start investing right and earlier mm -hmm. the better when you save for your retirement but then 
we you know you and i were in the same boat i mean we never really cared for saving 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 we kept on spending 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 so how do you explain to people at the age of 30 40 50 60 when do you start saving yeah. and and how much that's another question but yeah. now the question is do you look for for a value or do you look for comfort that's a it, that's a great question i've never actually gotten asked that before i think um it depends on the person right because if somebody it really kind of depends because it depends on what we're trying to accomplish now i agree with you the earlier the better so if you're 22 and you just got your first job at least you know think about contributing something to the 401k mm. you will thank us in the long run mm. that's the one thing i hear from 45 year olds 50 year olds is i wish i'd started sooner so it's hard to think about that when you're young but if you could start with even 25 dollars a paycheck or you know 25 dollars a month or whatever that will that will come into play mm. um and it will help in the long run mm. um i think the biggest thing is like when you're kind of going to 30s 40s 50s we start to have that panic moment that happens kind of hits around 35 to 45 i would say it kind of happens and that panic happens of oh my gosh i haven't saved anything what, what should I be doing? And I think the biggest thing is, A, it's okay. You're probably not different than most people in America. So you're okay. Hmm. And just start, just start putting something away. And don't necessarily worry about where you're putting it for right now. It could just be in your bank account if you wanted to. Hmm. Just start putting away something, $25, $50, whatever works for you. And the biggest thing that I think most people do is they put uh, an auto savings on, which is really important. And I, mm. I love that concept, but then they never come back and look at that again. Mm. So mm. they're still five years later putting $50 away a month, which is great. But what if you could have two years in done a little check on yourself and gone, I could actually put $75 away. Mm. How much more money would you have saved? Mm. So it's about using the modern conveniences, again, technology, right? Using technology mm. and also staying very aware of what you're doing, staying mm. in it rather than letting something else determine what you're doing. Um, because that you you know, as humans, we tend to challenge ourselves, right? Mm. We could do this, then we can maybe do a little bit more and maybe we could do a little bit more. But if you just put an autopilot and don't look at it ever again, then there's no ability to challenge yourself at all. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again for explaining uh, that. And, uh, you know, before we get into the next uh, segment of the the, the show, <clears throat> you know, there was a, a guest that I had earlier during during this these weeks and this season three that we've been mm -hmm. having. One of the guests actually suggested that why don't you just put a direct deposit into a separate savings account, then you'll never just see it. So at yeah, least you're not struggling to put a hundred away because sometimes you might think a hundred, uh, maybe a 50, and then you're demoting yourself instead of promoting yourself. Uh, so exactly. I think direct deposit would be a better option. Uh, I'm not mm -hmm. sure, but what are your thoughts on that before we go to the next uh, segment? Yeah, I like direct deposit. I think if you can make things convenient and easy for yourself and 
not um, talk yourself out of things a lot because we tend to do this. Oh, I can't do it this month, but we should do, you know, I should do it next month. It's actually direct deposit, in my opinion, is that, you know, we've always heard that phrase, pay yourself first. You're talking about our grandparents and stuff, right? That's always what they say. Pay yourself first and then you pay your bills, right? So this is kind of a version of that because it's non-negotiable. It's coming out. It's getting directly deposited into a different account. Mm. Um, I would say, though, you want to forget about it for a little bit and then take a look at it. Not to necessarily um, spend it or do anything with it, but to A, see the progress you're making, right? Because if you don't see the progress, then it's kind of hard to... Again, it kind of makes, there's no meaning attached to it, mm -hmm. but also on top of it, you know, again, challenge yourself up it maybe, mm -hmm. um, or maybe you don't, which is fine. It's just kind of still having that awareness piece in there. So I totally agree with, I totally agree with them on that. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa, thank you. Thank you again for that. You know, we are here on the segment where you, I think you might know, which is the rapid fire round for season yeah. three. And this is a new segment that we started in season three. And uh, I'm going to go and challenge you some words or sentences, whatever you think it's best. Are you ready for it? Or do you want me to challenge you more? I am ready. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, awesome. Awesome. So the first word is going to be uh, retirement. Mm -hmm. I would say what comes to mind is freedom. That's what I think of. Okay. Uh, yeah. Media. Negative. <laughs> negative especially when it comes to money it's uh always keep in mind that media is entertainment mm -hmm. so when you hear all these stories about the world collapsing on itself just take a breath mm -hmm. and call your financial professional and have a real good discussion about it okay rich life i think rich life depends on what you want i have some clients that make you know, a lot of money and that's what they want in retirement. And I have others that, you know, need 20, 30 grand a, a year to live happily. So it just depends on what makes you happy. Hmm. If you had a choice between a yacht and a sports car, which one you, would you pick? Oh, personally? Oh, I'd probably choose a sports car. I like boating, but I think, I don't know. There's, there sounds like too much maintenance on that one. So I'll do the sports car, probably a Corvette. My husband's always wanted a Corvette. So. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Foundation. Foundation's the key. I, that's why I love back to basics. I think that foundation is the missing part. A lot of the times we hear all these wonderful new things that are coming out, new types of investments and things like that. But without that foundation of understanding how to save, understanding where to save, understanding liquidity, hmm. that, that, that's the key. Hmm. And then you can add on to that with all the special new things that are out there. Hmm. If you had a choice between aggressive or moderate, which one would you pick? Oh, <laughs> I would say moderate, probably. I always think aggressive. Um, sometimes we're trying to make up for lost time and that's not where we should come out for investing. Okay. Uh, bucket list. Bucket list brings joy to me. I think hello. 
What happened there? I don't know. My internet's still working. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Um, bucket list. Mm -hmm. um, bucket list is to me what is makes us all unique. It should bring a joy to your face. It should be new happiness. And it should be something that's super motivating for you that nobody is telling you what should be in your bucket list. It's got to be for you and what's good for you, not for what society is telling you you're supposed to do. Mm, okay. Avoidance. <sighs> I think avoidance, I immediately go with the term financial burnout. Um, so that's kind of a new term that's out there. Um, there's some articles out there if you Google it, but essentially avoidance is basically what financial burnout is, which is I don't want to look at anything. I don't want to pay attention to my financial life. It's just fine. I don't need to look at anything. And really, if you avoid it, you're never going to get true financial independence, which I think most people want. Hmm. Okay. Um, if you had a choice between need versus want, which one would, would you pick? Hmm. I think need's important, but I think want is what gets us to move. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, long game. Long game is, I think, is the ultimate goal. Um, but I think if we only think long, long game, we're never going to, we're going to, we're going to talk ourselves out of it at mm -hmm. some point. So we need to have some short-term stuff in there too. Okay. And uh, the last two is going to be Lisa. Uh, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the last one is back to basics. Back to basics, I think, again, foundation. It's building without basics. You can't build on top of it. Yeah. So I think that's so important. Lisa, thank you again for playing the rapid fire round. And There's... hopefully I didn't challenge you enough that you got scared. No, I didn't. I don't know what happened. Technology, <laughs> fun, right? <laughs> that's right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Thank you again for, for playing and being a sport on that. Mm -hmm. But uh, Lisa, before you leave today, let me let me ask you this here. I mean... Uh, your company is called One Vision, mm -hmm. and and I always was thinking to ask you this question because we're we're talking about retirement here. Mm -hmm. Is it always one vision or is it always two visions? Because we always have different choices, right? So yes. should we or should we not? So what are your thoughts on that yeah. part? Yeah, so that's a really interesting question. So I always say we we called it One Vision for a couple of reasons, but the main reason was it's One Vision. It's the client's vision. It's not our vision of what you should do. Mm -hmm. um, I believe in bucking what society has told us is good for us and doing what's good for you. And so it's about what the client wants and the client's trying to achieve, not what I'm trying to tell them to do. Yeah. Lisa, thank you again for, for being here on uh, Back to Basics. But before you leave today, uh, Lisa, do you have any last words for all my Back to Basic listeners and my viewers? And how was your journey on Back to Basics, too, on top of that? <laughs> I love it. The journey was awesome. I love it. Even with the technology difficulties, we still got through it. I'm still happy to be here. And it was great. I think it's I think it's a great show that you put together. Um, for, I would say, last thoughts is when it comes to finance, we tend to get very um, hard on ourselves. You know, there's a lot of shoulda, coulda, wouldas, mistakes, problems. You know, I, I talk to people all the time about their financial history and there's always something that they're not happy about. 
And instead of doing that, take a breath and just say, I'm going to start doing something good for me now. And if you just start and give yourself some grace and do something small to move forward every week, you will get so much farther than you think you can. Yeah, Lisa, thank you again for for coming on Back to Basics. I'm so honored uh, that you came here and we chit-chatted also yeah. even offline. And, yeah. and here we are on Back to Basics and sharing all those nuggets about to invest or not invest or save or not save. And that's just what the game is, a long game, mm -hmm. I mean, as you just mentioned. So uh, yeah. thank you again for coming on Back to Basics. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I feel very honored. I appreciate what you're doing and thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again. So guys, we spoke with Lisa today and we talked about the basics of, well, the basics of retirement, well, the basics of saving. Oh, wait a second, the basic of investment. But you know, the thing is that she keeps on talking about one vision and that's just what the company is. But the thing is that we all have choices, many, many visions that we have. Now it's up to you if you wanna make it aggressive or moderate. That's up to you to decide how aggressive you want to be. Now, as usual, as always, there is a quote of the day from Back to Basics, and hopefully uh, Lisa will like my quote. The quote is, the best time to start thinking about your retirement is before the boss does. Now, that's true, isn't it? Because you want to retire before your boss does. Because you know what? You have to make those smart choices, whatever those smart choices are. We're not saying that you're not smart today. But how about making it smarter? That's the key. Guys, as usual, as always, what do we always say at the end of the episode? Everything in life goes back to basics, and that's what we did today, guys. Guys, we're almost done with season three. Please enjoy and rate the show. And we're going to be here next year, next season, with a great uh, episodes and great guests. Guys, take care. God bless. And I'll see you next week. Almost over. Season three. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I like the rapper. I really find it interesting. The rapid fire questions. Yeah. I think I think it's interesting. It really is. Thank so. you. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, thank you for supporting me. And, uh, you know, when I connected with you. Hi guys, so, thank you again for tuning in to Back to Basics and listening to the, the excellent uh, episode that we had today with our guest. You know, with your love and support, we do need you to at least rate our show, review our show, because it does make it stronger day by day, week by week, as I usually say on my episodes. And there are three things in this episode that it makes a hit for me, which is the content, the guest, and definitely the host. So guys, take care. God bless. And remember, everything in life goes back to basics. And that's what we did today, guys. Guys, take care. God bless. And see you next time on Back to Basics.